0: Welcome back, everybody. This week, have we got more treats for you. Joining us tonight in our respective studios are Warren Kroll, Steve Lutz, and our old dear friend, Tom Feck. Warren and Steve each represent an entire 50% of the group, High Tides, whose latest album, Deja Boo, I've been listening to all day. And it's super delicious and tasty, and you should listen to it too. They also record as the Red Falcon Projects on the I Absentee label. Solo-wise, Steve released an album as Mall Security last year on the same label, and Warren is currently working on music as Forest and Durisoto, releasing a handful of records as Forest last year, the newest being on the regional attraction label. He has a new Split record coming out with Body San and a Blu-ray titled Everybody Loves Gary being released next month. And of course, Tom Feck is an old friend of the show now, and we love that guy. And we always love when he comes back. His projects include Tobacco, which just released a new album, but a few months ago called Hot, Wet, and Sassy. And he also has Black Moth Super Rainbow. Welcome to the show, Warren, Steve, and Tom. Hello. Hello. Well, how's it? Good to be here. Woo. Ah, oh, you're also you're also beautiful, and I love you all. And as usual, we got producer EJ Five Thousand. Ahoy, ahoy, happy to be here. Blonde tips and all. And we got the Gregor man. That's me. That's him. Oh, he was so excited. That's EJ's tips. I, I'm so, no, I'm just so excited at, at EJ's touched up blonde tips. Yeah, we hadn't noticed. Just we, a tip. We've been recording for months. Just a tip. Keep it safe here. And I didn't notice you had frosted tips.
1: I haven't seen that since the
2: 90s.
0: Do you ever just frost the sides? Is there a side froster?
2: <laughs> uh, whenever I shave the top, which I eventually will, when I do the, uh, what do they call that? The, uh... The fryer look, I'll just bleach <laughs> the tips of the sides so it'll be frosted. T- I'll look like one of those scrubbing toilet brushes. It'll be awesome.
0: Perfect. <laughs> the fryer look. I like everything about that. All right. Well, I have prepared a question for this week of let me ask you a question. And the question goes a little something like this. Would it be better to you to be reviled by everyone or not thought about at all? By everyone. Oh, man. Uh, not the most ideal question, but, you know. Uh, yeah, probably not thought about.
3: Yeah, I think I'm going to go with that,
0: too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you arrived at that very quickly, which I find super, super, super interesting. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean,
3: I guess, but for myself, I'm, I'm not that interesting of a person. <laughs> C- au
0: contraire, Pierre. <laughs> yeah, hard disagree.
3: <laughs> uh, I, guess, I think there's a lot of, a lot of stress well, stress comes with, uh, you know, <laughs> being on, on the tip of everyone's brain every day.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess if you are reviled by everyone, I guess you are on everybody's mind at the same time. That is, yeah. uh, that is an interesting point of contention that, uh, I, of course, hadn't occurred to me uh, until now. masses of people can be uh, very, very unpredictable. <laughs> Does anybody else have immediate thoughts?
2: So yeah, full disclosure, I, I I was aware of this question uh, about an hour before, so that's a little atypical for the show. When I was younger, being liked was everything. I'm an only child. I need to be able to connect with people. I need to. But as I get older, I'm more comfortable with who I am. I'm generally a good person. I don't like myself. I'm not saying that. I hate myself. But <laughs> I'm comfortable with myself. And so I've I've done this podcast i I make art i create things you know i make music and so i want people to have heard that i want to be known for that stuff and if at a certain point people don't like me because of that stuff i'm okay with that so i'd almost be like if i'm reviled because i am who i am i'd rather be reviled for being know who i am and with the things that i've created than to be forgotten otherwise not, not that why do I make this stuff? That's not the only reason you make stuff. You know, you make stuff because you have to make stuff. It's like built into who you are. I think you either make stuff or you don't make stuff. But I would like people to, I'd rather have people hating on the stuff that I've made, hate the version of me that they've created in their heads, <laughs> than to not be known at all, to be forgotten completely.
1: Yeah, I have a follow-up for you though then, EJ. How long could you possibly to continue to create being utterly reviled by everyone? <laughs> before you start believing that nothing you're doing
0: is any good. It's just grist for the mill, maybe. Maybe that fires them up.
2: Yeah, you got to be a heel sometimes, baby. Sometimes you're the bad guy. Sometimes <laughs> it's fun to play that role. You know, sometimes and especially with with current pop culture, oh, pop culture, always like the, the, the stuff that's most known isn't usually the good stuff. But people love the shit out of that. So like if I'm doing something that is a little edgy, or even not, if I'm creating my own content the way it is, and it still is disliked, then that's maybe a good thing. Maybe I'm, I'm pushing some buttons. I'm not making like, like Nazi porn, you know, I'm making music that expresses myself, or I'm making art that I think is interesting. So if people don't like that, they hate me for that, then that's not necessarily a bad thing. You know, Maybe. Maybe society's just not ready for my art, you know, or something like that. I don't know. And we'll never be. Yeah.
0: Well, not to mention to be reviled. You know, there's definitely a certain amount of enjoyment. It would be a gift to everybody because if we could all kind of unite around hating you, you might bring the world together.
2: Yeah, I'll be the Papa Shango or the Yokozuna. Good
0: enough. Greg, man,
1: what do you think? I mean, I'll I'll gladly say that I would be disappointed wholeheartedly to be reviled by the the present company here. (laughs) Uh, It would hurt. It would suck. And but I but I agree with, uh, I think, Warren and Steve's sentiment like I I don't know that many people, Mm -hmm. so I'm fine not being on anybody's mind just to be hated.
0: Even family and friends. That's I mean, that is the tough part. But do
2: I have to be reviled by them, though, too, with that same you're reviled by everyone? (laughs) So the same family and friends that will have forgotten (laughs) me. And the other alternative
0: hates Yeah, bur- You're burned into their amygdala. No, th-
2: that's the thing, though. Like, <laughs> I, th- they haven't
1: forgotten me. I am just basically nothing to them. Not good, not bad. I'm just...
0: Yeah, they don't think about you. That you're, you're less than nothing. You just... Not... But, I, but I exist to them. You exist, but you're out of sight, out of mind. The like second you walk out of the room, it's like you were never there. Yeah, I mean, I just moved to Texas
1: during a pandemic. <laughs> I know nobody. <laughs> I am literally living that. Oh, you're
0: kind of used to it, yeah.
1: Outside of, like, these Zoom calls and, and podcasting and the occasional, like... Zoom call or video game with friends. I am I'm living that life right now. So yeah, I'm definitely going with uh forgotten
0: about. All right. Tom, do you have an opinion? (laughs) Always always, totally,
1: Tom. He only asks an absolute
4: (laughs) no
0: percentages on this one. You know, we can we can narrow the bands of the spectrum at some point, but as of now,
5: this is absolutes. I could say from experience that it is kind of fun to be the heel sometimes.
0: I love all this heel talk. I feel like I'm in a Raymond Chandler novel. There's like more. No I
5: have been on, I've been on tours before where um like maybe like halfway through you realize that everyone hates you. And so not the people you're on tour with, but the people you're playing for. Yeah. Yeah. And it becomes like a game to kind of play up that like how can I make this even worse? Oh. Yeah. You know? Like how can I So uh <laughs> I just th- I just think that's a lot more fun than being forgotten. Is there a particular
0: thing you did to make it worse? I'd be curious to know if there's a particular.
5: I would just push it. Like if I like I'm not going to say what tour, but sure. I've been on a, I've been on a few where I've been the opener and I'm like the last thing they want to hear. So you kind of feed on okay, like if they don't like me anyways, like what parts of the set don't they like? And how can I then maybe extend that? <laughs> <laughs> Encores, instant encores. (laughs) Or like maybe like everyone wants to hear like beats or something. So maybe I should just do everything ambient (laughs) tonight.
1: I would actually love to see you open and come out for an encore after you open. I think that would be epic.
0: (laughs) I feel like as part of uh, somebody that does Broadway musicals and theater, I am by default already sort of reviled by Anywhere between twenty-five to fifty percent of the audience who's going there to appease someone else, I, I often feel like I mean, listen, I love theater personally, but I just know from the audience history that it always seems like you know, there's like one person in the people that have the tickets that really wants to be there, and everybody else is just there. And I, and and sometimes, like I was conducting, <laughs> I was conducting a tour, uh, in a random random Ogdensburg, New York, I think. And when I was conducting The Bows, some woman was gathering all of the confetti and shit that got fired off the stage during the show, and she just put it on my head. (laughs) (laughs) She Just as I was conducting, she just put it right on my head. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it doesn't it didn't make me feel loved, I would say, but maybe (laughs) she did it in a loving way. I'm not really sure. But anyways, I think
2: your percentages are wrong there, Anthony. I think the probably is only one percent of people that revolved you. And the other ninety nine percent are the other coin where they don't even know that you exist. They're not. Yes. You know what? Out of sight, out of mind.
0: They do not see you. You're Yes, that's yeah. right. That's actually true. She just mistook me for a garbage can. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you are. Absolutely.
2: She saw that dust mop on your head and figured eh, this looks like trash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's correct. Okay. So has this changed either of, to circle back around to the beginning for Warren and Steve, is this, have you, have you been affected at all? Have your hearts changed? Are you still right there in the same camp you began in? Uh, I'm sticking with it. Oh yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Stay strong with the being forgotten.
0: Steve, for you, is is the same, is it the same kind of reasons that Warren, Warren issued at the beginning or what, did, what are your reasons? What's your reasoning for that? Yeah, I don't know.
4: Uh, yeah. It's, it's pretty much the same thing. I just, yeah, it's uh, I I don't know. It's a lot of energy to hate somebody and I don't think I would want everyone to have to waste
0: that much energy on like hating me for whatever reason. I see you're even being more polite about it. <laughs> I mean, but to play devil's advocate though, generally, is there something kind of nice about it does take energy to hate, but if you hate collectively, it's a joy bringing process. And so you're actually doing the people that hate you a favor. Is there anything to that?
4: I mean, I'm not going to lie that the heel aspect isn't, um, you know, somewhat appealing. Obviously, that's, you know, at the core of human nature, but yeah, I don't know, like deep down, like if I was going to make like a legitimate decision, like I think it would be like, it just, but no, I mean, there there is some aspect of the heel that's pretty nice.
3: Not gonna
2: lie. have you guys ever had a similar occasion to Tom where you guys were disliked and so you kind of went all in uh, constantly yeah
4: pretty much everything yeah everything yeah. we
2: do is pretty much just, it's
4: kind of like a just, running thing uh, you just
3: <laughs> <laughs> take that and run with it. yeah we spent we spend more time making music or whatever some sort of output that is primarily just a joke in the in the first
2: place, yeah, just to push buttons, yeah. And, you know. Yeah, because I, I know a lot of the <laughs> aesthetic of, of High Tide seems very tongue in cheek. It, it is. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, Everything starts out as kind of like a joke for us. And then it just kind of blows up into something bigger generally, it seems.
2: So that's that's kind of kind of that realm. I mean, it's it's not people despising you. I think it's, you know, you're with with most things, it's like people either get it or they don't. Uh, and the people that get it are really gonna get it. And the, and most people probably won't. So you're kind of putting yourself in between there. And I, you guys have comfort in that zone, it seems like.
3: Yeah, for the most part, I mean, oh, we, yeah. yeah, pretty much. The, the things that we put more effort into to try to be serious seem to have the, the least amount of appeal to people. Oh, my God. The more we take the piss, the more people love it.
0: Yeah, it's it's (laughs) always true, yeah. Oh, I relate to this so hard. And, like, any (laughs) kind of show that I actually want to write. I write musical theater shit, too. And, like, I I very much relate to that. Anything I really want to do, I think nobody's going to really give a fuck about. Yep, 100%. Ain't life a bitch. (laughs) Ain't fame a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Fame is a bitch. All right, I think we'll take a little break, and then we'll we'll pick this up. And I I will offer my humble, stupid, humble opinion when we get back from the break.
2: Wonderful tune! Thanks, guys. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? What was your inspiration? I loved it. Everybody loved it.
3: Well, I guess uh, you know, there's a song that we put out earlier this year. The actual inspiration came from a shitty kids movie. Yeah, the best kind. <laughs> uh, we, we were watching a movie, and uh, it's a really shitty uh, kids movie called Zolar. Beautiful movie. You're probably gonna to want to check it out. It's it's a it's a slog to get through, but uh, I, I think it's worth a viewing. Oh man, uh, we we're just we we're watching the movie and we decided to pop into the studio, and the song just kind of. Flew out real quick, and where that's that's just zolar that's zolar coursing through us. So. <laughs>
1: is it zolar the extreme sports movie?
3: Correct, yeah, it's yeah, like an alien yeah. sports team. It's like a Disney movie, I think. I don't know. I need to find this, it's awesome. Wow. Check it out. Just all you do, if you just look it up and look at the yeah, look up the image of it, and, <laughs> that's, all it. and that's all
0: I'm seeing That's all worried. you need. I'm <laughs> gonna look it up right yeah. now. <laughs> It's amazing. I'm gonna treat myself to Zolar right now. As you should. From the beautiful time of 2004. It looks
2: like the bastard kid of uh, Howie Mandel's My Little Monster. Yes. Yeah, there's like a,
4: there's a really good scene where his uh, his head blows up like a balloon and slowly deflates. And like honestly, that is really <laughs> the inspiration for why we came up yeah. with this
3: song. Oh my God, it's a great it's a great scene. It's like it's CGI at its <laughs>
0: finest. Mortal Kombat levels. I can't wait. Terrific ears on Zolar.
3: Uh-huh. It really does look like a prequel to Little Monsters. Three tipped ears. Those little balls on him, right? He has like little balls on his ear tips. Yeah, little ball ears.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is Zolar sexualized in this movie? Uh, no, but there are some, like, weird scenes. There with... is,
4: like, oh, God, I, I can't remember the, fuck, her name. Yeah. Uh, she's, like, one of the chicks from, like, Battlestar Galactica. Like, this is her before she was in that movie, but she is very hot for Zolar, and yeah. it's very,
1: it's slightly uncomfortable. Oh, wow. I really hope this led to, like, an infinite number of sequels.
3: Uh, there, there is no sequels. Yeah, Zolar is a standalone uh, piece of art.
5: I don't want to derail this conversation at all, but... Um... The girl from Battlestar Galactica, yeah, did the blonde lady? It, no, it, I, no,
4: no, but I'm pretty sure I can't, god, I can't remember who. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure she was involved with the whole like Nexium thing,
3: yes. It's one of the Nexium, ah, guys. did you actually serve time for it or anything? Oh, uh, possibly, god. God, man, she was I involved
0: did. with it. One of them did, mm, yeah, she
2: was Callie on Battlestar, Galactica? Callie Henderson, yeah, Callie, Callie was hot for Zolar. Wow, do you yeah. what's he packing? we What's he got down? There?
3: Zolar, Zolar. He, as you can, I don't know if you're looking at it, but I he's am, basically a blue. He's basically a blue version of the yellow bastard from Sin City. You know what I'm talking about? He, oh. yeah, that's what he.
4: Yeah, that's he, accurate,
3: Even right? like, yeah, he even sounds like him, sort
0: of. <laughs> it's a, it's just a really good movie. I wonder if what, what's his name, Keith Ra- Rainier, or whatever the Nexium guy. I wonder if he drew any inspiration from Zolar.
3: <laughs> I, I hope so. It's what drove him to do what he yeah. did.
0: You should watch it and make up your own mind. Yeah, well, at least, uh, <laughs> if, if nothing else, I'll make my own sex cult. <laughs> exactly. There you go. And and that sounds okay enough.
2: So it, it's not happenstance that we have the guests on that we have tonight. So I just wanted to introduce this, that uh, you guys are related, the three of you, in in some such way. When did you guys all meet, and and how did we get to where we are now? Um. Well, I, let's see. I got into
3: Black Boss Super Rainbow 2004 Something like that I think I met Tom in early 2005
1: I was going to say coincidentally when Zolar came out That's how
0: I think about 2004 <laughs> It was
3: Zolar Zolar was the star in the sky that aligned us Yeah uh, No I just I met Tom as a fan of Blackwell Super Rainbow Went to see him in a coffee shop In Pittsburgh, drove over from Ohio uh, With some friends And that was pretty much the beginning Of the beautiful friendship
2: <laughs> and now you guys have several of your records out on Rad Cult, which is Tom's label, mm-hmm. as well as a DVD that was released uh, a little bit while back, right? It came out in December.
3: you talk about Everybody Loves Gary? I am. Uh, that is not out till what?
2: Next, next month? I saw the pre-sales, I'm sorry. It,
3: it went up for sale, yeah. Well, it's a project that my friend Max and I did five years ago. It started as an episode that he, was, he worked on as a final project uh, for college. For the production class. Tom liked it so much he asked us to do some more. And and uh, we we're you know happy to oblige because you know you gotta you gotta keep the man happy. <laughs> you gotta keep this guy you happy.
5: Keep the man happy.
2: <laughs> it's like a wonderful hyper real kind of surreal taste of life thing, right? Yeah. And yeah. I think it's really it's really interesting, graciously really weird. I think it's super cool. And uh, as we've had Tom on the show before we talked about physical media. Why why do you guys want to have it on physical media? And I know Warren from uh one of your previous also shows that you've done. You have an affinity for physical media. Like there's something that you gravitate towards that. So why why DVD and let's talk about that for a, a minute. Why you have an a, a, an abundance of VHS tapes, right?
3: I do, yeah. I'm a collector. I love uh I love physical media. I just love any sort of, uh, you know, tangible object of art that you can collect and put your hands on. So I started collecting music when I was, you know, 13 years old. And yeah, I don't know, loving uh, growing up with VHS and uh, the video stores, mom and pop shops and everything throughout like the 80s and 90s. Pretty much just loved, always loved VHS tapes and the, and the art form, way to display it and all everything. Yeah. Oh, now
1: Warren, I would be remiss not to touch back on one of our previous episodes and ask if you were possibly in the VHS Jackie Chan collection or a club or any other collection clubs for VHS.
3: No, I'm not. I don't have like a specific thing that I collect. A lot of people might, might collect like video companies, like I have all the video releases for a video company or like every movie by an actor. I, there are a few like actors that I do that with. David Hevner, if you've never heard of this guy, amazing shit, low budget action dude who uh, usually writes, directs, stars, does the music for his own movies. Uh, and they're all terrible. He actually he spent years, I'm pretty sure, he might even still do it. Teaching how to make movies and how to be a successful independent movie star. I'm thinking, I don't think you are. You, I don't think this guy, I don't think this guy should, uh, you know, be giving advice in this, uh, you know. okay, It's like a failed doctor, you know, just like, op- you know, I'll teach you how to operate on people. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love, I love physical media. And for Gary, it's just, uh, yeah, it just falls into that. Want, want to have something that you can present to people that'll ex- you know, stay the test of time. You know, if it's digital and it's on YouTube, who knows what happens if it decides to like, you know, get pulled or something and, you know, have something, you can always just you know latch on to
2: <laughs> another connection that i like to bring up is the red falcon project stuff so tom you designed one of their album covers is that correct yeah i did whose chest is that that's my chest is that your chest yeah <laughs> wow all right so for those who don't know that will be posted to our instagram and other social media Red Falcon Project. I I definitely have the vinyl, and I was able to get two album covers. I, I ordered that uh, just to brag because I'm so happy with it. Thanks. And uh, one of them I used thoroughly. <laughs> so I was just wondering whose chest that was. <laughs> that
3: was. That was me. Yeah. He's got a panther chest.
0: That is a panther chest. Nice chest. That is some good alcohol yeah.
3: I'm I'm, I'm, meat.
1: Mm. I'm over here Googling everything right now, and that's, that's something. <laughs> That's some that's some
2: good taco. And for the listeners, all this stuff will be on moot.tv. So you can find the links there, and we'll be sharing everything throughout social media, of course, too. Anthony, you said that you had an answer to your own question.
0: I do. <laughs> I do. Okay, to get back to get back to the reviled or not thought about at all posturing we're doing. I think I am in the camp of not being thought about at all. Here's my reasoning. I mean, I recently discovered to my horror that a vast majority of people in a study done, you know, and of course, that's always very nebulous, but there was quote unquote, a study done in which people were asked uh, would they were would they rather receive a shock or spend fifteen minutes alone with their own thoughts? And most people like by far most people would rather would rather get the shock, oh wow, show me shock, yeah. I, I, I'm kind of, I, I think I'm, I'm kind of happy with my own thoughts. And I think if you're going to not be reviled, but be not thought about at all, you better be happy with your own thoughts, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Uh, and so part of me, though, just in light of this, com- in this, light of this conversation, which happens a lot on the show, that does, I do think that there is something kind of altruistic about being reviled, because if everybody reviles you, you're uniting the world,
2: and you could still be happy within your own thoughts and reviled. You know, I don't I don't think most people that are reviled, because there's people out there are like, I don't like myself. No, they're they double down on who they are and they are still reviled. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, yeah. See, I think that's my
1: problem is that I would I am happy in my own thoughts. Like Anthony said, like I could I could sit there, I, I would I would take the thoughts over the shock for sure. But I think if I was reviled by everyone, then my my thoughts personally might at some point in down the timeline start to change and and really i'd start analyzing like why is this happening is this because anthony made a comment that this has to be this way or is you know like whatever it is like i would i would i might get in my own head about being reviled (laughs) imagine that's easy to do that's what i am that's why i asked you ej about you know like i think if i was in your shoes and i was creating something and people hated it and everybody hated it um, I think like, like Warren and Steve mentioned, like, you know, there, there is for some of the stuff you guys do, there is a, con- a contingency of people who don't like it, but there's also that contingency of people who get it. If you have that contingency of the people that do get it, even if it's smaller percentage than than the people that don't, it's still, you have that. And you, you, you understand that you're doing something that people get. If nobody gets it, I just don't know that I agree that you would be like, yeah, this is cool that I'm making this art for me that everybody else doesn't get because it's literally everyone. It, there's <laughs> not a single person who is on your side. That's why I have a little bit of trouble believing that if this was something that actually happened that you would be able to continue it. But that's that's just because that's how I think. I'm like I don't know that I could get over that hump of thinking like there is never a single person in the whole universe that will ever understand what I'm doing. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, wait, wait, does that mean I'm wrong? Because clearly nobody gets it. So I'm not doing something right. I think that's where I'd get in my own head about this whole question.
2: Let me add two more ingredients. One, there is one person that gets it and that's you, buddy. You get, you get your own stuff, you know that you're right or that that's your voice. (laughs) And second, we all have, have had regular jobs at one point in our life. There's that guy at work that everybody hates. But even if somebody hates you, we have this whole society thing. Just because you're reviled doesn't mean that people are going to be unkind to you. You know, people are still going to treat you like a person. There's not going to be people spitting on you when you're reviled. Even the the people that I can think of that are reviled not now, like, they're still doing okay in regular society. So if it was cool. like, okay, people just don't get me and they're reviled by me, I can still go to CVS and get my... Uh, I, I whenever I get at CVS, I don't know what I get at CVS. I don't know why I picked out CVS, but you could still function, I think, in a society as long as, like, again, that you 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 smelled your own
0: farts, that you believed in what you were doing. Well, here's here's a question though. Now th- this this is now now I'm thinking about like general workplaces, uh, broadly. So you know, working in an office or working in a non particularly artistic environment could be working anywhere. Do you think that the the quality of your work environment would improve would, appro- would, would improve or get a little worse if the person that everybody hated left. <laughs> you know It's interesting that there is somebody that everybody hates, and provided they're not your boss and literally making your life a living hell, then I think we can agree that we would all probably prefer that, But if there's just, you know the, the, the guy or the lady at work that just everybody loves to hate. Wouldn't the office place get a little worse without them? Definitely could. You need your heel. You need the heel. You need the heel. I think, I, you know. I mean, you'd be efficient. You do need it. I just, I'm not going to be that heel for everyone.
1: Not worth it for me.
0: Yeah, it's just, it is adding fuel to the fire, though, that maybe I think I started this as wanting to not be thought about at all because it would just kind of, you know, I could just drift off into my own thoughts and whatever. But there's something that I just, it's the altruistic part. Part of
2: me haters gotta hate. You gotta you gotta hate somebody,
0: right?
3: Yeah. So to clear, so so to clarify, though, is is the is the question directly um saying that you are making something? You're, you're saying as an artist, I am not. Or are you saying just as a person? Okay. Because I'm like, if you just you're just like working at like you know. Like fucking Burger King, yeah, that's artistic or something. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's not like that there's not anything wrong with that. that. Yeah, but it's not like it's not an enjoyable job for the most part. If that's all you're doing, and you're basically like everyone just hates you, or no one thinks about you. I mean, that's like <laughs> yeah, let's what? think about that. Yes, I like that. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, like why? Well, why? Like I mean, there's only so much a person could take, you know. <laughs> Your life already kind of sucks, you know, <laughs> and then everyone just hates you for no reason. But you're even like, though but
0: that's the thing, though, you can't win here.
3: And you, you don't even have like any creative output or anything. You, no one's judging you on like your art. It's <laughs> just like you suck. You
0: know, there is the the art flipping whoppers. And What if you're putting your heart and soul? Well, that
3: isn't I, I mean, they are artists.
0: Don't get me wrong.
3: I mean, I've had some I've had some
0: perfect, perfect
3: the Mona Lisa of the Big man. <laughs>
1: you're putting your heart and soul into that flame broiled patty and everybody still hates you. Like that's miserable. That's a miserable life. I would rather nobody
0: think about me. <laughs> that sounds like a
3: miserable existence. Exactly. Even your folks, you know. But
0: is there altruism in the fact that you're uniting the rest of that franchise? No. You're, you're not, you are not because you're not uniting them with anything positive. Um, are you are you
3: are you hearing this? Are you hearing this? Where where are you at at this point? What, me? You, you... You still want to be a heel if you're just working at Burger King? Now we're all working at Burger King. You're you're the first person to be like, "I'm a heel all the way." Listen, you're working at Burger King. Yeah, you're not an artist. They don't. They're not judging you in your art. They're just you. Just you're just living a shitty life. Not even Burger King. I mean, you know. Put yourself in my you. shoes, Tom. You're just a guy, okay? Yeah, you're just a guy.
2: You're making a rodeo. <laughs> yeah, cheaper. fuck those people, Warren. I'm with you. There's nothing wrong with working
3: at Burger King. That's yeah. Just I'm gonna emphasize. I'm gonna emphasize,
0: I'm gonna emphasize that again. I'm just saying it's not the most enjoyable job. I like that we are hot. We are hard oscillating between really putting them down and saying there's nothing wrong with. This. I worked in a Burger King, okay? Because this, is a, this is come from experience. Yeah, well, the three of us worked in pizza places, so at a pizza place, so we know we've got some experience. You were, and wasn't it great? You Didn't you have fun? And I was reviled. Yeah. <laughs> you were. Let's not.
2: <laughs> let's,
3: let's, let's that's not it, that's where words. it all stems <laughs> from. It's the pizza at times. But you still,
1: you still prospered from it, though. Like you still, you thrived because you were reviled. I-
0: united the rest of randley's it's actually a nice thing that's the weird thing i think i'm actually i think i've jumped ship i think i am not in the not be thought about at all camp i am in the be reviled camp because at least you're bringing people together
3: tom you still you still stand stand strong by your
5: it's getting really dark yeah this
3: was not the brightest <laughs> yeah. to Both
5: sides are so dark but I, I, like don't they say that you die you die three times right yep like when your body dies Last time someone speaks your name, yep, yep, and uh, I don't know, maybe you die twice. I don't remember this. I don't. Yeah, that's yeah uh, the other one. But other uh, one. wouldn't you? If no one ever thinks of you, you kind of don't exist, right?
2: Yeah,
0: that's worse than being hated. But, but do you really exist? You really if you're exist? working, at no, King. Just, <laughs> 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 oh man, we just lost our Burger King listening audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you can kiss that sponsor <laughs> Dude, bye.
2: <laughs> but you got to think like you're still you so maybe you, you don't have a chance to create but you happen to work at burger king so you still have ambitions i mean is <laughs> i blow smoke up my own ass all the time to make myself feel more important so i can wake up to do the bullshit that i have to do to keep going and i think that's what we all do and at every level of fame and success i think with people who have any sort of actual mental capacity i'm sure that's the feeling you have i you, like The people that are, again, we're talking about like those pop stars in the beginning, they just wander on to success, and I'm sure they have anxiety and are great people or whatever. But they don't know what it's like to work at the the metaphysical, metaphorical Burger King like I think everybody here does, right? It's all about the metaphor. I
0: was leaning towards the metaphysical. (laughs) Burger King is metaphysical. (laughs) Can I go back
5: to the absolutes of the question?
0: I love absolutes. I, I get or, rock hard
5: with absolute. Yes, yes, sir. Okay, so, so, like, so like, I don't know when this is going to air, but the current president of the United States is one of the most hated people in the world. And let's just, let's just say that everyone hates him, including his wife, which is probably true. But they act like they don't because of the power that he has. Are we leaving that out?
2: Uh, I don't think you can. I think that's, that's part of the puzzle, right? Yeah.
5: Because he is reviled. But the, he, but he still has people around him and he, he can still create these kind of these constructs
1: in his. But he's not universally reviled. <sighs> That's
4: true. Yeah, no, not, yeah. yeah. I, He's probably not universally he's reviled. Definitely unfortunately, not, he's he, definitely does, not universal. he does have some people
2: who legitimately
4: like him, unfortunately. But, I had a whole crew
2: yeah.
0: last weekend show up to the party, apparently. Yeah. So,
2: yeah,
1: Lo- not even like him. They love him like a Burger King Whopper. <laughs>
0: No, but this is fantastic though because what what I'm hearing and what I'm interested in, I, I we're talking about different things. But what I'm really interested in here though is that because of the amount of reviled that he is, I think that he he might unify the people that hate him in a better, more efficient way than ever before. And so, like I think that's the to me very personal here. The only good thing that could come out of him is a sort of unification of the people that hate him, which it seems to be happening. Which i hope is going good places
5: i mean without him georgia georgia would have never happened
0: exactly totally yeah totally 100 percent. but also if
3: uh if if nobody thought about him if he was never thought of he wouldn't exist anyway like as what he is what he represents that, that wouldn't exist if no one ever thought of him totally that dude so so i think that would probably he would be.
1: obviously be in the reviled camp And I wish he was not in the reviled camp. I wish he was in the I don't against
0: camp. Yeah, he's a reviled Oh, he's definitely firmly in the the reviled camp. Big big time.
3: (laughs) That's a sick band, dude. (laughs) The revilers? Yeah. Yeah. What are the revilers playing? I really
4: think like an interesting (laughs) thing that you brought up earlier, though, is the fact that um, people would rather get shocked than deal with their own thoughts. Yes. Like to like actually stop and think about like the the
0: real world implications of that is like pretty staggering. really. Yeah, absolutely. And that it, it blew my mind because weirdly, I'm the kind of person that if I don't have anything to do at night, I will just constantly think about like I will just sit there and I will end up spending half the time thinking about what I should be doing with my time. And the other half, I'm just be staring at the wall. It's like that episode of Seinfeld where Putty is is like, he gets a phone call, but he wasn't doing anything. He was literally just looking at the wall in front of him until he got the phone call. I feel like I relate to that. I could just sit there. But I feel, I think I'm very lucky in that respect, it turns out. that that Reading that statistic was a real awakening to me. That people generally, I don't know, I just get the feeling that a lot of the people that I talk to on this podcast, on the show that come on as guests are people that often are kind of okay with their thoughts. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just, I found that to be really, really fascinating. That is very fascinating to me. That's like, yeah, the fact of the day. Yeah. Factoid of the day. All right.
2: Spitball. Last question. Cause uh, so we can, cause we're running out of time here. Burger King or be reviled by everybody.
0: Eat Burger King. <laughs> Do
3: I, wait, I just Burger. get to eat it or I have to work there. <laughs> Do I own it, dude? They it? just
4: closed just Burger they, the Burger King down here in Corvallis. We're, we are oh, Burger no. Kingless in the, in this town, dude. Back. Tom, that
3: was that was where I saw the bun liquor. Remember that dude? I kept sending you. Yeah, dude, just like licking the bottom of the bun. We have no place <laughs> for a bun liquor anymore. <laughs> His home is gone. That's why I pick Burger King every time for that. Bun <laughs> for people like
0: him,
5: I think I mixed up that guy with the um, the Whataburger guy in Houston.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I just wish I was oh, at a yes. Haas's.
1: Oh, I'm still mad. I may never get to experience a Haas's with you guys, and I am very disappointed.
5: If you were to go out and buy like a Lamborghini or something, what what's the first thing you would do? Try to see how fast it can go, right? <laughs> probably.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
5: First thing I'm doing when I get my vaccine, I'm going to Haas's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <probably. laughs> no shield. I don't care. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I would ask them to remove the shield now that I'm now that I'm immune I'm good
5: right well I just want
0: to test it nothing else can hurt me nothing else can hurt me just take it off <laughs> just put it in troughs in the middle of the room I don't care we don't need this sneeze guard anymore give it to me it doesn't kill me it makes me stronger oh go hosses <laughs> uh all right well it's been a wonderful episode of let me ask you a question the podcast Uh, Thank you so much to Steve Warren and Tom for coming on the show. And is there any uh, (laughs) we we did the bumper beforehand? But is there is there anything particular social media wise where people can find your stuff? Uh, Yeah,
3: uh, I'm at at Dorosoto D O R O S O T O uh, on Instagram, and uh, it's uh, High Tides at High Tides Vibes on Instagram for High Tides.
2: And we should check out Radcult.net for. Some of your guys' stuff, and then we have links to your other stuff, so that'll awesome. be included. Tom, how about you? You got anything new or old coming out, perhaps, maybe soon?
5: I don't know.
1: How the reviews been, Tom? Did uh, the troll come out of, of hiding? <laughs> I for,
0: I forget
5: <laughs> the Lord loves a troll. I uh, I forget where we were at on that uh, on that part of the discussion last time. I don't know. I don't, Warren, yeah, did people like uh, my new album? Do people like it? Yeah, did they?
3: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. All right, then I guess we
0: have our answer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know to t- I don't know what else to. I don't to know what tell you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't. Know. Warren,
0: how did people like the last episode of La
2: <laughs> How do uh, people like the uh, double Big Mac? Just, just curious. i to gonna... I
0: need to start consulting Warren a lot more. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. it's
3: just a simple yes uh yeah i, I don't know i don't know if you want to get more uh you know like you want me to like explain a little more about it or no is that is that good is that a good answer
5: i guess a no is all i want
3: <laughs> yeah so it was it was I, I would say that's a solid yes Yeah. yeah. Tom says no. i didn't hear any complaints <laughs> the new the new the new new one though that's that's getting a lot of a lot of good stuff too which you know you, you've been te- you've been teasing it. You've been teasing it so much for being the heel, Tom. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, your your heel days are over. In uh,
5: certain circles.
2: Well, how about you, Tom? Where can where can they find you aside from, of course, the links that we're going to
5: share? Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. They'll find you. They'll find me. One of my one of my handles is Maniac Meat. One of them is Tobacco. T a t o b a x x o. I can't remember which one's which. Um try trying both
2: links wherever we got them so you'll see them hot wet and sassy is the not new new that we're talking about and listen
0: out for that new new Anthony where can people find you in all that jazz let me talk a little bit about Lemayak. so what you can do everybody is you can text us your questions because we do enjoy that at nine two nine three five two six one seven three you're never gonna do it by me saying that. So just click the link. There's always links, and you can just click it and you can send us a text and we will respond to that on the show. We will ask those questions and we love them. We eat them right up and they're delicious. Like a whopper. Mouth sounds. Uh, <laughs> and you can email us at let me ask you a question podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Insta or Twitter at Lamayac Pod. We've been posting a lot of polls that you can respond to. We love a good poll. The Lord loves a poll. And you can go to TV, and you can buy all the swag. We got La My X Swag. You can listen to the other podcasts. Uh, we got the Derek T Dozen. We got White Wasabi. We got Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up. He was featured last week on the show. And we love him. We love those guys. They release new songs every single week. Blows my mind because I like to think of myself as productive. But we only have three minutes left. And so I'm not going to go down the road of talking about my depression there. Oh, you can find me on on the Insta at Anthony Doing Stuff if you're so inclined. If you want to get up in there. And what else we got? Gregor Man, what do you got?
1: And I'm at the Gregor Man. Definitely
2: check out uh, the Mayak Pod on their subreddit. Next week on the show, we're going to have Twitch Personality H. That's A-I-T-C-H. So listen in. He's going to also hopefully play some acoustic music for us. So that's something to look forward to.
0: Well, thank you so much. Uh, our old friend, our old friend, Tom, we love having you on. And Warren and Steve for the first time. Thank you so much for coming on. And we we hope you come back around these parts. Yeah, totally. Great. Thanks for having us. Yes, absolutely. Always a wonderful time to have guests and guests of such quality <laughs> as, well, as y'all. Nobody here works at Burger King. <laughs> yeah, none of us <laughs> Burger King. <laughs> all right, everybody. We love you all. Until next week, this, let me ask you a question.
2: Dot TV. Gotta be a heel sometimes, babies. No shield.
4: I don't care.